On today's show, Samsung continues its expansion into the automotive industry. Ram reveals a new special edition of the Rebel pickup. An auto supplier Continental says 48-volt hybrid systems are set to explode in popularity. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Samsung is making a big push to break into the automotive business. It invested $450 million into Chinese automaker BYD earlier this year, and it held talks with FCA about acquiring auto parts supplier Magneti Morelli. The status of that deal is unknown at the moment. But earlier today, the company revealed it spent $8 billion to acquire Harman International Industries, which makes audio systems for cars and connected car technology. Harman's products are in more than 30 million vehicles worldwide. Analysts say Samsung is expanding into the auto industry in order to lessen its reliance on smartphone business, which is slowing down. The deal is still subject to regulatory approval and is expected to be finalized sometime next year. Toyota has agreed to settle a clash action lawsuit over pickup truck frames that are prone to rusting. Reuters reports the company will pay up to $3.4 billion to replace frames and reimburse about 1.5 million truck owners. The vehicles didn't receive proper rust protection, and that could lead to corrosion that impacts the truck's structural integrity. Affected models include Tacomas from model year 05 to 2010, Sequoias from 05 to 2008, and Tundras from 07 and 08. As part of the agreement, Toyota must inspect vehicles for 12 years from the day they were first sold or leased to determine whether frames need to be replaced and also reimburse owners who already had that work done. Still to come, Ram takes the wraps off a special edition of the Rebel pickup truck. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Giant German supplier Continental really sees the market for electrified vehicles ramping up in the coming years. By 2020, it thinks there will be about 4 million of them on the road. And by the time 2030 rolls around, nearly 70% of all vehicles in mature markets will be electrified. This, of course, means more pure EVs. But until that time, Continental will bridge the gap with 48-volt hybrid technology. These are systems where a secondary battery stores power to control various functions on the car. This helps lighten the load on the engine to reduce emissions and improve fuel economy. But another added benefit is it can greatly smooth out stop-start systems. In tests, Continental is seeing up to a 20% improvement in real-world fuel consumption with its newest 48-volt system. And 48-volt will start to become more common. Continental just announced the new Renault Scenic MPV has its 48-volt technology, and it's ramping up with a U.S. automaker to hit this market in 2018. But the question for you, the consumer, is, are you willing to pay the extra $900 to $1,500 These systems add to the sticker price for a 20% improvement in fuel economy. You know, FCA is one of the best when it comes to bringing special, limited edition models to the market. Not only do consumers seem to snatch them up, but the real benefit is they can make a pretty profit for the automaker. 
and Ram will have two such models at the LA Auto Show. The first is a variant of the Rebel, called the Mojave Sand. The truck gets its name from its tan exterior color. Other differences include all-black seats with light-colored stitching, which also extends to the rest of the cabin, as does a number of black anodized accents. The next truck is an update of a package it offered last year, called the Ignition Orange Sport. While we don't have pictures of the updated model, just imagine this truck with black wheels. There's also a number of orange accents and orange stitching on the interior. The two special trucks are starting to hit dealers right now. Coming up next, a look at what could happen to the auto industry if President-elect Trump follows through with his promise to leave NAFTA. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. There's been a lot of speculation as to how a Trump administration will affect the auto industry, especially because of his proposal to leave NAFTA. And on last week's AutoLine After Hours, John and his journalist panel discussed what the consequences of that could be. I think uh, Trump is delusional if he thinks he's going to bring all kinds of manufacturing jobs back to the exactly. United States. Exactly. It doesn't mean just because you get rid of NAFTA that they're all going to come back. Right. Look, you know, we, we've seen a 50-year decline in manufacturing jobs in the automotive industry. Why? Mainly because of automation, robotics, and technological advantages, lean manufacturing. That's not going to change at all. And besides, right now, none of the domestic automakers, GM, Ford, or FCA, have any excess capacity. So if you want to bring product back from Mexico, that means building new plants. And what are you going to be bringing back to what you guys were just talking about? The low-volume passenger car, or, or low-priced passenger cars that nobody, I, I shouldn't say nobody's buying, but, but sales are in a downward trajectory there, too. So, and, and one last thought on it is Mexico is a great supply of low-cost components, parts and components for cars that are assembled in the United States, and Canada for that matter. You chop that off, and all of a sudden, the U.S. is no longer cost-competitive to export vehicles elsewhere in the world. Mexico is what makes NAFTA, the NAFTA region, competitive against China. Mexico is what makes NAFTA a more attractive place to make cars than the EU. So I, I think, you know, you, you slam the door on Mexico and you will hurt the American automotive industry. And I'd like to believe that if he's half the businessman he claimed to be throughout the election process, that he'll look at the numbers, he'll get the advice and see, oh, well, there's a reason why vehicles are made abroad. And there's a, if you look at the sales of certain brands, they're more in, in China okay, or more so abroad. So let's say he does so let's, 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 let's say the, he's the persuaded by the facts, and I'm not sure he will be. Nor what, How does he spin that? Because, I mean... He got elected because people believe he's going to deliver on us. He can't just all of a sudden go, hey, you know, hey, guess what, people? I looked at the facts and we can't do and he's not going to do that. He's got to spin it somehow. He can be a politician. He can promise a bunch of things during campaigning and then not fall through on them. The guys had a really great discussion on a number of topics, and you can watch that right now on our website, autoline.tv, or as always, you can find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow for the latest news in the global automotive industry.